Wealth is cumulative. It's time-based for most of us. We start our businesses mostly with very little. It takes time to grow them into these valuable assets. And sometimes one generation is simply not enough. Family succession in a business or management succession in a business is often what takes a business from its first stage to its next stage of life to the third subsequent stage. The biggest businesses in the world today mostly are businesses that are three, four, five generations old. It didn't happen in one lifetime. I'm Pavlo Fatidis, and thank you for joining me on this series of Business Accelerator podcasts. We're going to address something that is so close to my heart and so close to the heart of our economy. It is called family succession or management succession. It's effectively where you hand over the business from the founding generation to the succeeding generation, and you do so in the hope of sustaining the legacy of the business. Success at succession is dismal, not only here in South Africa, but globally. 28% of businesses pass from the first generation to the next generation sustain themselves. That 72% failure rate comes at a tremendous cost to the economy and to the families involved. What's worse is that from the second generation to the third generation, less than 5% are successfully transferred. It costs the founders who hope to get some sort of return from all the effort that they've invested in the business from startup to the point of succession. It costs the family. Ideally, one would want the succession of the business to translate into the next level for the family itself. The staff employed in the business lose opportunities. Customers and suppliers left out with opportunities. The sector that the business trades in loses opportunity. And most importantly, the state, our country, civil society, all lose out from those tax revenues that were paid from that business, supporting the development of our country and economy to its next level. Success in succession is hard to get right. It's key that, however, we do get it right. So what goes wrong? Well, there are a couple of things. One of the things I see most is shocking communications between generation one and generation two. Within the family, often there might be expectations locked and loaded between the founding generation and the succeeding generation. The founding generation might believe that the succeeding generation would naturally step into the business. And what's worse is the succeeding generation naturally believes that it's entitled to step into the business. There's shocking communication with staff. A lot of key people in businesses, growing businesses, have aspirations too, where they want to reach management levels within the business. They want to assume leadership positions within the business. Because mostly in small and medium-sized businesses, those individuals are working for more than just the money. They're working because they believe in the businesses. They're inspired in the businesses. They get their meaning in life from the businesses. And then with supplies and customers, succession is a scratchy, brittle subject. The relationships between the founding generation and the old suppliers who stepped into the breach when they first started, and the original customers who got favorable commercial terms, when the succeeding generation steps in and attempts to level those relationships, the conflict that gets created makes everyone miserable. The next thing that goes wrong are the different life stages. The succeeding generation are the young lions taking over from the old lions. The old lions, the founders, well, they've got different horizons. There is no time left. They cannot afford to make mistakes. They have invested everything that they have into this asset, and they expect the asset to yield a return into their later years. 
There's nothing more terrifying for an entrepreneur to believe that all the energy and effort that they've put into a business over 10, 20, 30, 40 years might lead to naught because of a poor succession process. The fear that drives that apprehension, the fear of exiting commercial life into poverty is what creates enormous tensions. The successes, well, if they come in with the wrong attitude, if they believe that they're entitled, that creates misery for all. An entitled individual is not going to learn the nuts and bolts. They're going to simply assume that there's an asset generating revenues, generating capital, generating returns that they can simply guide. To become a captain of a ship, you start as a deckhand and you literally work your way through all aspects of the ship before you find yourself on the bridge. I stick to that analogy as I have in previous podcasts because it's enormously relevant in the succession debate. The next thing is the younger generation have got a fighting spirit. They're locked and loaded with energy, a warrior-like feeling. So the energy levels between them and the founding generations are often different. High energy in the hands of somebody who does not have a comprehensive understanding of a business is what creates apprehension in that founder. High energy in the hands of somebody who believes they have a comprehensive understanding of the business but in fact does not is what causes danger for both them, the business, the founding generation and all stakeholders involved. The good news is I have seen and continue to see and work with and continue to work with a huge number of family businesses where succession is working. It's working well for the founding generation. It's working exceptionally well for the succeeding generation. And all stakeholders in that business are benefiting. So what do we do? The first thing is involve the family in the business. Develop a mutual empathy. What journey the founders have been through. Let that imagery, let those discussions, let those debates take place in the family from a young age. Talk about the business. Let your kids understand what it takes and what it's all about. Inspiring them to be the future successes in the business is as important as allowing them to understand the challenge of building a business from one level to the next. The next is when you agree as a family to involve yourselves in the succession process, transferring the founder's control to the successor's control, it's time for a complete redefinition of the vision of the business. We spoke about it in previous podcasts. A business that was built and inspired that is now 13, 15, 20, 18 years into its length, into its life, should in any event reinvent itself. No perfect time could be found other than the founding generation working with the succeeding generation, acting as co-conspirators to redefine the vision for the business. Why do we do what we do? Who do we serve? And what objectives do we want to achieve? That mutually agreed destination that this ship called the family business now needs to sail to has all eyes on deck, keeping eyes on that same destination. It needs to be focalized. But most importantly, it needs to be co-collaborated and agreed. Once that's in place, let's look at the parts and the pieces of the ship. Let's call them in a business the functions. The function of marketing to generate leads. The function of selling to convert leads into customers. The function of delivering on your promises called operations. The function of buying. The function of hiring. The function of looking after money. Each of those functions need to work simultaneously in a well-orchestrated manner. Start the succeeding generation on any one of them, but start them only on one. The succeeding generation understand that function, whichever one it may be, from the bottom to the top, 
from the left to the right, your comprehensive understanding and your comprehensive involvement in building the systems that manage that function will earn your respect within staff, will earn your respect within the founding generation, and will earn your respect both with customers and suppliers. The last point is that the founders need to back the succeeding generation, back them when they debate with staff, when they debate with suppliers, and when they debate with customers. That coordinated effort starting from one side of the business, migrating across to the other side of the business in a logical, slow sequence is what brings the founding generation and succeeding generation into alignment. Sounds easy, doesn't it? Actually, it's quite hard to do. Families are full of baggage. I often think that with the low, low stats supporting success and succession, one of the areas to mitigate that is to get some help. Find a third-party individual, someone who has objectivity, someone who understands this environment, and let them moderate the very tough and often deeply emotional discussions had between one generation and the next. Getting that individual involved in your business at the right time, supporting the process, will ensure safety and security in the mind of the founding generation exiting the business, and will ensure viability of investment in the mind of the succeeding generation who are about to give up the prime of their economic lives to take this old business into a modernized business and from there to the next level. I hope you got value from this podcast because getting succession in a family business right is vital. Family businesses operate with long-term views and long-term views support innovation. We need them in South Africa. Please share this podcast to fellow business owners, especially those in family businesses, and let's help each other grow. Let me know your thoughts, your challenges, and other feedback you have. If on Twitter, it's Pavlo Biz. On Facebook or LinkedIn, it's Pavlo Fatidis. NetBank, thank you so much for sponsoring this series of podcasts. I hope and trust that they have been of value to the constituency that I so love and adore. The entrepreneurs who every day are out there giving it a go, investing the courage to make a go of it, the creativity to do it differently, and the care to sustain and build their businesses to the next level. Until we speak and hear each other again, do have an entrepreneurial day.